you've survived another week. Thank you for listening, downloading, and subscribing to the Black Man with the Gun Show. This is episode 414. I got a chance to see a very cool range out in Manassas, Virginia called Elite Shooting Sports. It's a country club. Huge place. I'll talk about that in a few. Also, got a chance to learn something from a pro. Hatfields Gunsmithing, also in Manassas, Virginia. The guy upped my game 100%. It's going to change the way I do a whole bunch of things in the future. And I'm going to share that interview and that philosophy, which kind of comes from Aesop's fable. Which one? The oak tree and the reed. All that and a little bit extra coming up next. Boom, 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 boom. This is the Black Man with the Gun Show. The Pro-Gun Podcast. And I'm your host, Ken Blanchard. Man, it's cold almost everywhere. And if it's not cold, it's raining. But we got each other so we can stay warm. How you doing anyway? It's good to... Good to talk to you again. After John Wayne leads us in our Pledge of Allegiance, I'm going to give you another short show, but I'm hopefully I give you something to think about. I learned a lot this week, and I want to share a little bit of it with you. We're almost done with our Indiegogo campaign for Blanchard Outdoors. I am so stoked, so excited about it, and um, we got like about three days left until it ends. We're about 50% of the way there. I'm happy about that. That's 50% closer than I was yesterday. It's going to happen, I'm quite sure. And I wouldn't be here without you. Are you ready? Let's do this. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands. One nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. If you didn't know it, this show is sponsored by CrossbreedHolsters.com and BlanchardOutdoors.com is going to be sponsored in part also by Crossbreed, but by, stand ready to get ready for this, ABArms.com, AmericanBuiltArms.com has agreed to be a partner for BlanchardOutdoors.com. How nice is that? And 33 of you have decided to help a brother out on Indiegogo. And there's been about another four that have sent checks, um, not online, but, you know, just to me personally so that I can get this thing going. That's how we make it to 50%. If you look on Indiegogo's campaign for Blanchard Outdoors, it says 25% funded. And that's pretty cool. I mean, because money is tight. You don't have money to just throw away and... You, you really trust in the brother, so I'm going to make sure I make do and make good on the promise. I'll make you proud of me. Blanchard Outdoors is going to be smoking. It just is. Can you tell how hyped I am about it? I am. Everything I do, almost, I'm getting ready for it. I'm hoping to launch it in March. And as soon as I do, the invitations will go out, and I'll do all the stuff I can do on social media to make sure that you don't miss out. And then if you do miss the opening, of course, it will be on everything you can do so that you can still see or hear it at your own convenient time. Yeah, I'll do that for you. I am still involved in training for my new job. 
I think we're going on week three. And it was really bad is they don't tell you squat. So there's no schedule. Um, it's there. I don't know how they run in this thing, but, you know, you need employment. So you got to take it. And I'm in week two. And I've got another week to go, I believe, before I find out where I'm going to be working and all that good stuff. But um, thank you for putting up with me. Thank you for uh, rolling with a brother. I'm trying to do updates when I can. Every once in a while, I stick something on Twitter uh, when I got a break. But it's been a lot lighter. Facebook, man, I hardly, I can't touch it. I got too much going on. I'm, I'm home for a few hours. I got to study, do some stuff, send stuff online. And then I'm dead. I got to go to sleep. I have never been so tired for so long. I guess the two years of being unemployed gave me plenty of time to rest. So I should just shut up, salute, and keep on marching, right? If you are single and looking to find that special someone, hit me up. Yeah. Let me know what you're looking for, um, how long you've been looking, and some of the problems that you have. I got a solution for you. It's, it's mostly just some advice. It's kind of like um, some tips, some suggestions that maybe you haven't thought of or a little encouragement to keep on going. Don't give up. It's Valentine's Day, right? Yeah, and that's a time for some people to get really twisted and get mad that they don't have that special someone yet. When it's a 365-day event, actually trying to find somebody. It's a big country, a big world. And if you're looking for somebody and need a little help, send me a note. I'd love to talk to you offline. My email address, you know it, blackmanwithagun at gmail.com. I'll help you out if I can. Check out this story. It's an old story. Um, it has been... It has been used several different times, several different ways. It is in several different iterations. I think mean, there's a Greek version, a Roman version. There is a version um, made by those who live on islands and in the Pacific. It talks about palm trees or any tree that bends or doesn't bend. and It's about being flexible for the most part. I learned something this week, and it kind of starts off with this. So check out this Aesop's fable, and then we'll get on with our interview, our featured guest, Sam Hatfield from Hatfield's Gunsmithing.com. This is a story from Aesop, you know, Aesop and his fables. It's about the giant oak. A giant oak stood near a brook in which grew some slender reeds. When the wind blew, the great oak stood proudly upright with his hundreds arms uplifted to the sky. But the reeds bowed low in the wind and sang a sad and mournful song. You have reason to complain, said the oak. The slightest breeze that ruffles the surface of the water makes you bow your heads, while I, the mighty oak, stand upright and firm before the howling tempest. Do not worry about us, replied the reeds. The winds do not harm us. We bow before them, and so we do not break. You, in all your pride and strength, have so far resisted their blows, but the end is coming. As the reeds spoke, a great hurricane rushed out of the north. The oak stood proudly and fought against the storm. While the yielding reeds bowed low, the wind redoubled in fury, and all at once the great tree fell, torn up by the roots, and lay among the pitying reeds. The moral of this story is, better to yield when it is folly to resist than to resist stubbornly and be destroyed. And now, our featured presentation. I want to share with you a tip that I learned this week. 
from a very talented trainer by the name of Sam Hatfield. Sam Hatfield. You'll hear about him in a little while. I want to take you back to the shooting line. You know, the last time you've had to qualify, if you are a security officer, a law enforcement person, or maybe you were in a high-speed, low-drag course, or maybe you were competing, IPSC or IDPA or some, again, high-speed, low-drag event. You know that the stress monster can get you when you hit that line. You got your high-speed gun. You, you're ready. You got your ammo straight. You got your clothes. You, you know what you're going to be doing. You know the course of fire. There is no surprise. Nobody's going to be shooting back at you. This is not really a life-or-death event, but the stress monster comes. Some of you, when you are qualifying for your job, if you don't make it, you won't have a job. So the stress monster arrives. And we've been taught incorrectly. Yeah, that's my big revelation for this week. Let me take you there. You're holstered up. You're ready. Shooters. At the sound of the whistle, at the sound of the beep, at the sound of my command. Load and make ready. Shooters, stand by. The target is in front of you. You are ready to go. And then you can feel your body tensing up. You know that you're going to roll your shoulders and you're going to duck your head a little bit and you're going to go into an aggressive stance. You know, you've taken the class. And then the whistle blows or the buzzer buzzes. Or the line person says, ready, fire, and off we go to the races. I have learned this week that a lot of what we do is counterproductive. We tense up. We prepare for a strike. We prepare to leap. We prepare to battle. We prepare incorrectly. What are you talking about, Willis? I am saying that sometimes, most of the time, we make ourselves less effective because we're so tense. We're so trembling with, we got a death grip on the pistol. They say, squeeze it till it's almost shaken and then release it. But I've learned this week, and I'm going to put this to action. I'm going to write all this stuff out and probably do some videos on it. What if you did the opposite? What if you went like a hippie? What if you were so low-key? If the sound of my voice mellows you out, what if your whole being was like that? What if you stood on that line relaxed? What if you didn't look at the target until you were ready to use to shoot it? What if you didn't let yourself get so jacked up that at the time when you grabbed your firearm, you just held it? You let the recoil take care of itself. Yeah. It's easy to say, or not easy to say unless you see it being done. But I got something for you this week. You've heard the expression that fast is smooth and smooth is fast. But think about a boxer. Tense up your arms. Go ahead. Just right now when you are, ball your fists up. Make, just go tense your arms and your biceps are flexing. You're, you're getting ready to, you're showing your, you're showing your power, right? Try to punch while you're tensed up. It's slow, isn't it? 
then do just the opposite. Relax your arms. You can still hold them in the same place. Now swing. It's a lot faster, isn't it? Yeah. It's a wax on, wax off kind of thing. It's some Zen Buddha stuff, man. And the guy that taught me is up next. All right, today's guest um, is a surprise to me because I didn't know, I didn't plan on it, but I was so happy to meet the guy. I have Sam Hatfield from Hatfield Gunsmithing of Manassas, Virginia. And if I can tell you right now, this guy is the guy you want to touch your baby. This is the one that you want to take care of your, your firearm and get it to where you want it to be. And even better, he's a, probably one of the best instructors I know and I've seen. And you know by listening to my show, um, I've hung out with Mossad. I've hung out with some, some, some class acts. But this guy is real. Brother Hatfield, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, man. I'm not, I'm not sure what I should do with such a glowing review, sir. Hope we're not setting you up for failure. Now everybody expects so much. Tell me about your shop. Well, we have a, a shop here in Manassas. We've been open for almost six years now. We handle a lot of different types of custom firearm work, most notably custom 1911s. Uh, we teach gunsmithing armors courses as well as actual gunsmithing courses, uh, some of which I teach for the NRA short-term gunsmithing programs. Uh, we do in-house and out-of-house armors courses. We do firearms training in-house and out-of-house. Uh, basically, anything firearm-related, if it involves instruction, we handle that in some fashion. Now, the real key thing that made, made your, your friend and brother from another mother like this guy so much was, you, you know how people say that my voice soothes people and puts you to sleep? Well, this guy was in the same vein, but he was doing it because of the knowledge that he had. And he was teaching people from different levels and, and making progress. How many of you guys have been in the instruction, been in training, and the instructor let you down? This guy went for eight hours, and it wasn't a low point all day. I'm taking notes. I had to go grab my pen and paper. Um, I was totally impressed with this guy. Mr. Hatfield, my friend Sam, how'd you get to this point, man? Well, you know, we all start off as not so good at shooting. I think that's kind of, you know the road that we all have to take. Nobody's normally whiz-bang out of the gate. And it took me years and years of struggling before I stumbled on a few things that I find extremely important in terms of shooting. I struggled with setting up for recoil and things like that for many years. I struggled with being slow because of it. Uh, started looking at a lot of the other guys on the Army team, most, most notably the bullseye shooters. And when you start watching guys that are really a high level, like the bullseye guys that shoot little teeny tiny two-inch bullseyes at 50 yards with one hand on the gun, mm. you can really start to look at their technique and break it down because it's so clean and it's slower, not like the action shooting, so you can really see what's going on. One of the things that we found, by and large, the guys that are winning and actually hitting those small bullseyes are not attempting to hold the gun still, which is typically like a, a standard knowledge, if you will, that is passed down from one shooter to the next, and we almost all get told at some juncture in our shooting training that we must hold that gun still. That's not really well, what you're yeah. after. Yeah, but, you know, we see the effects of that all the time. The guys that really bear down on the gun, they tend to just cycle right down into a stress reaction. Their head comes down, the arms lock out, the shoulders come up. Then they start utilizing their hands to try to control the recoil instead of allowing the arms and the nice natural dead position to absorb they are attempting to control the problem with that 
is it's not really physically possible for you to hold that gun still. That recoil impulse is relatively quick, and your own reaction to that recoil impulse is actually long enough that it happens before, during, and after that round being fired. And what that normally means is that that person will shoot down into the side. So a right-handed shooter, if they're trying to attempt to hold the gun still, you'll generally see two things. Either they're shooting low to the left, or they're pushing into the gun with the heel of the hand, shooting over the top right-hand corner. But the root cause is, is the same. They're trying to hold the gun still. Then after they've shot, they generally have to spend a good bit of time trying to find that front sight. Well, if you don't really try to hold the gun still, that mechanical system will open and close itself at the same point as long as you don't interfere. So if you hold the gun very lightly, about a 20% grip on both hands, just enough that the gun's not going to fly out of your hands, your hands aren't going to separate under recoil, things like that. If you relax to that point, stare at the front sight and fire the gun, what you'll actually find is that the front sight is back where it was before you can get back to the front sight versus there I am, now i got to bring the gun in and try to find my front sight. So not only does it make guys more accurate, but it speeds them up quite a bit. And as we started to experiment with it, we did find not only that we were more accurate, but that our shot strings, even in the day's time, started to get cut by at least a third across the board for all of us that were training that day. So we've started to use that to good effect, and over the last several years, we've really been preaching the relax come back to your front sight type of, of training. And what that really does is affects the mindset of the shooter, allowing them to track what they should, which is actually their front sight, and not allow themselves to fall into those natural physiological responses to a, a stressful encounter that make it difficult for us to get our job done, like focusing on the target and gripping the gun too hard, setting up for recoil. Today we actually used a simulator. Tell us about that. I have a Milo IES simulator. There's many different brands on the market. I prefer this one. It's a single screen unit, and it does everything from computer-generated uh, graphics like steel plates and shoot-no-shoot no shoot targets. And then we go all the way through to several hundred high-definition videos where the parameters actually change. Uh, as dictated by the engagement. So if the students are in an engagement giving commands to a suspect, I can decide what that suspect does on the fly based on their interaction with the sim trainer. So what that allows us to do is actually uh, train people in a more realistic environment, applying a kind of pressure that they normally never have placed upon them. That really, really helps them in terms of marksmanship, qualification abilities, because it's starting to teach them how to develop the skill set of being relaxed instead of falling headlong into a stress reaction and shooting everything but their intended target. Man, you helped me today. I'm telling you, I was, I was tired when I got here. Um, I petered out about halfway. But I'm telling you, I learned so much that I still i got to go write some notes down. Um, can anybody take this stuff, or has it been oh, part of the agency? Or absolutely. Anybody can come in. We train everybody from military, law enforcement, security, civilians. I have a 7-year-old girl that shoots here that would have probably beaten at least 25% of the people we saw today. I ain't I, no doubt. No doubt. No and, doubt. And housewives that are absolutely terrifying in terms of their skill with a handgun. We were using um, a Glock um, pistol replica, and um, you had some pretty good scenarios in here. 
I had to, I had to admit, I mean, the, the, the steel, the, the distance stuff, the, the music, the use of music for stress was off sure. the chain, man. Sure. And, and you know what? I've never actually encountered that anywhere but here. I started doing it because people would want to come in and have a good experience in the sim. They'd want to have fun. Well, what we found out was that they didn't start having that much fun when the music gets turned up. They start stressing. Then they start focusing on the target and gripping the gun too hard. And next thing you know, not the right results. But forcing that kind of failure allows us to have teaching points that are much quicker to get to than attaboy and pats on the backs all day. If you force failure with something like a sim trainer, it gives you that teaching point, and then it also gives you the tool to go back and fix it. Yeah, I actually tried a whole bunch of stuff, and when it didn't work, it was like, oh, well, I'll be all right next time. Right. <laughs> I'm going to go in and try it. If it don't work, I ain't doing it no more. Right, right. And you know, that's, I think that's one of the nice things about a sim trainer, too. It does allow you to try some stuff, and it's not so expensive. You know, ammo alone, if we all tried to go out and train, it's just unbelievably expensive, whereas even somebody off the street, they could just come in here and shoot for half an hour with me as their trainer for 35 bucks. That's yeah, it. that's a deal. Where, where are you located? What's your URL and your phone number? How can we reach you? We're uh, HatfieldsGunsmithing.com. We're at 8898 Mathis Avenue in Manassas, Virginia. Uh, I would say if you want to get an appointment, feel free to call us on the phone or send us an email. It's, it's pretty easy to get an appointment during the week as long as we don't have larger teams in here training. Uh, weekends, you might want to plan a few weekends ahead because we do teach quite a few classes and the time gets filled up very quickly. Man, I want to thank you so much. It was a pleasure to meet you, too. Absolutely, man. It was nice meeting you. Thanks for coming in. Being an armed citizen means having a gun with you all the time. Carrying a firearm every day requires a holster that is both concealable and comfortable. Whether you choose our Super Tuck Deluxe or Mini Tuck, you'll have the confidence that comes from being discreetly and comfortably armed, prepared to face unforeseen dangers. Crossbreed holsters are handmade in the USA, come with a lifetime warranty and a two-week try-it-free guarantee. Order your holster today at CrossbreedHolsters.com. All right, I want to share with you a place I was at today, Elite Shooting Sports. They say it's the nation's most advanced indoor shooting range. It's open seven days a week, 9 a.m. to 9 p.m., and it's 65,000 square foot. It was the biggest range I've ever been inside. It has four separate ranges, uh, like 42 lanes in total, two 25-yard, 12-lane places, one 50-yard, 10-lane range, one 100-yard, eight-lane eight lane range. I think I was in the 50-yard range today. Uh, has a classrooms, like four of them. Even has a dojo that uh, folks can rent. Has uh, customer lounges, a cafe. Actually, has some hot chocolate there today. And uh, they're working on getting a gunsmith. It is 7751 Duan Drive. D-O-A-N-E. Probably said it wrong. In Manassas, Virginia. EliteShootingSports.com. I hope to have a, a pretty good interview um, in the future with the owner and operator I didn't see him today, but um, the receptionist told me that he was teaching a student. So that's that's different, huh? Guy with a 65,000 square foot range, and he's doing his own instruction. Yeah. As soon as I get more scoop, I will give it to you. That's just about does it for us um, this week. I hope you check out uh, Hatfield's Gunsmithing. And uh, I'm hoping you're looking forward to BlanchardOutdoors.com coming to fruition for me. Um, it's a big deal for me. If you haven't noticed, I've mentioned it probably the last 
four or five episodes as the getting closer to Valentine's Day as things happen, trying to step my game up, trying to be a better podcaster, broadcaster, media person. And I want to use all the stuff that I've learned over the last seven years and all the contacts I've met, friends like you, over the last 20 to make this thing huge. Not only for the monetary sake, because I do want to, I want this to be my life thing. I want to be my living to actually um, fish and hunt and shoot and report about it and share stuff with you and learn and record it and have you right there with me. But I want to do it because I, I feel like it's a chance for me to, to talk to people, to, to share some good stuff that needs to be said. And I want to thank you for being a part of that. You are a podcaster. I want to give you a couple of uh, updates on some events that are coming up. There's the podcast movement that will be in Texas. If you do a Google search of podcast movement 2015, you'll find out more information about that. There's also the New Media Expo in Las Vegas in April, I do believe. And that thing is going to be huge because now it's attached to the National Association of Broadcasters and people like Dennis Miller and a whole bunch of high rollers, real famous people are now podcasting. And if you want to up your game, make your stuff a little bit better, you might want to check it out. You can make it there. If you're looking for some help um, to make your podcast more professional, to get past the blahs and uh, overcome the newbie uh, syndrome. I got a couple of really good podcast talent coaches. Yeah. Really talented people. I can name two real right off the bat. David Jackson and Eric K. Johnson. Got questions? They got answers. Remember, blessed are the flexible, for they will not be bent out of shape. This is your friend and brother from another mother just wishing you a warm weekend, a better week until we talk to each other again. You can contact me. There's plenty of links and contact information at blackmanwithagun.com and at the new blanchardoutdoors.com. Just a reminder, if you're looking for that special someone, you need some, a suggestion or two to get uh, to find that special some person, I might be the one that can help you. I don't know why that popped into my head for this show. But I've been a pretty successful um, social person. I'll just put it that way. And maybe I can help you. Send me an email. My contact information is at blackmanwithagun.com. If you want to check out anything that we're doing, you can probably find the link at blanchard.media. If you like the show, feel free to give me a positive review on iTunes or thumbs up on Stitcher. You know, I already gave you a quote, but let me give you one more to go. Charles Darwin said, It's not the strongest species that survive, nor the most intelligent, but the ones most responsive to change. Just something for you to think about. Again, thank you for listening, downloading, and subscribing. This is the Black Man with a Gun. All right, this concludes another week of us being together. You can find me on Facebook. You can find me at blackmanwithagun.com and all my sites on blanchardmediagroup.com. Until next week, shalom, baby. Don't you ever be sad. Lean on me. 
When times are bad, when the day comes and you're down in a river of trouble and about to drown, just hold on. I'm coming. Hold on. I'm coming. I'm on my way. Your lover. If you get cold, I'll be your cover. Don't have to worry, cause I'm here. No need to suffer, baby. Big Papa's here. Just hold on. I'm coming. Hold on. I'm coming. Hold on. I'm coming. Hold on. I'm coming. Reach out to me. Satisfaction, yeah. Call my name, yeah. For a quick reaction, hey. Be sad, lean on me when times are bad, when the day comes and you're down, baby, in a river of trouble and about to drown, just hold on, I'm coming, hold on, I'm coming, hold on, I'm coming. Hold on, I'm coming. 